Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode. In today's episode, I am talking with Dane about how life feels after your marriage ends. Y'all, this topic is near and dear to my heart. I've had several conversations with several different friends and acquaintances about how tough it is to navigate life after divorce. It's, and especially as Black women, I think that this is something that we don't talk about nearly enough. And I don't know many places where this is talked about publicly. And Dane went there and I so appreciate her honesty, her vulnerability, and for just giving insight into exactly how this process has been for her. And especially because this wasn't her choice, right? Like her partner was the one that left and she has a kid. And so often I think people stay in relationships they know aren't serving them because of their commitment that they made or because of their children or, or obligations that they feel like they have to. And I'm very grateful uh, to be able to be a witness and to be able to share this episode with you all. And I really hope that this is medicine for your soul. And please feel free to share this to people that you know that might be going through divorce or just need to hear this message. So I hope you all enjoy. Hello, hello. Hey, girl. How are you, How you doing? <laughs> Good, right here, you know, surviving, trying to thrive. <laughs> oh, girl, I feel you. If nobody else feel you, I feel you. Mm-hmm. And and I and I wish thriving for you. Oh, um, yeah. So before we get into our talk, because I know that we can start talking and talking, mm-hmm. I would love if you take a moment to just introduce yourself to the people, tell the people who you are, how amazing you are, and oh, it can be whatever you want. Okay. Um. Well, I'm Donna. Trying to think uh, to keep it short, sweet to the point, because I'm so complex, right? But um, originally from the Bahamas, moved, um, been in the U.S. for like, shoot, that's been about 13 years. I think so. Yeah, um, yeah. I love all things wellness. Um, I'm just a wellness person. When it comes to nutrition, fitness. Uh, I love the the idea of integrating social justice with wellness. Um, I'm a dancer, a mother, um, you know, a hustler, (laughs) do so many different things. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But I think that's pretty much who I am, I guess. Yes. Mm -hmm. I love it. You know, I was thinking as you started introducing, I was like, I don't even remember how we met. How did we meet? Instagram. Oh, of course. That's how I was meeting all the people at the time. (laughs) So then you actually reached out and was like, hey, I'm about to open up a yoga studio I like your vibe I don't know what you about but come on <laughs> basically and I was like okay hey girl some of my best connections have been made through Instagram yes For real. same yeah. same and it sounds like me at the time mm-hmm. I need to get back to her thank you for that mm-hmm. reminder that I need you, to get back yeah, to her that was you I was like oh I like her <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was you Patrick <laughs> yeah wow 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 and Dane is a is it's just everything. Your, your light just shines so bright. Um, and I am so grateful that it worked out and that sliding your DMs worked out um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for the best. So <laughs> I'm so glad to have you here and to talk to you and to get to share some of the conversations that you and I have with other people. And that's the whole point of this podcast is to share because we we be talking about all, all the things. And um, yeah, I, I think that this is a, a side of Black women that doesn't get shared that much. So I'm glad you're here today. Yay. So we'll get started with a question and then we'll see how this how this rolls out. Um, okay. The number one question that I start with is how did you start your healing journey? Mm, that's like, that's so, it's, that's an interesting question only because like, it's like, as I'm trying to still heal, it's hard to heal when you're still going through, when you're constantly being reminded and triggered of what you're trying to heal from. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Ooh. so like, it's, you always feel like you, you one step forward and taking like five steps back. So I don't know, healing, I think, I think the first thing that I realized was like my worth wasn't wrapped up in somebody because really mm. the healing process for me is like 
healing from my my marriage, the divorce. So I have to constantly remind myself of that because I'm like it it I am constantly like something was wrong with me. Like, what could I have done differently? Like, mm. what, how am I going to love again? What am I supposed to like? Mm. I don't know what the first. So, but then that's hard too, when you're also trying to co-parent with the same, the same issues that you had in the marriage, you got to now deal with it as being mm. co-parent. So I just, I literally just asked my friend who was a therapist, how do you heal from continuously have to go through? I think you just have to cope. Like you can't really heal. Right. So I really don't know. <laughs> wow. Like, and that's so many words in one, Donna. Like, how long were y'all married? We were married for, I guess, six years. Mm. And dated? Dated for, shoot. Well, we dated since I was 19. I'm now 33. Oh. Come on, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Right. Before that, yeah, I dated for like, I guess I'd say like about nine or 10. Yeah. Right. So my entire adult life. <laughs> right. Right. And then to have your beautiful, your beautiful son as a connector to this mm-hmm. person. And like you said, to learn how to co-parent and those issues are still coming up. Like, I know that there are other people out there that are like, yes, yes, I, I, I overstand. Oh, yeah. And even just naming that, I want to just acknowledge that even just naming that and acknowledging that as a black woman, I know isn't normal, isn't not normal isn't the right word, but mm-hmm. It takes courage. It takes, it takes guts to, to do that. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you for being open with that. Because yeah, I mean, it's, it's like I say, sometimes I just get confused at even the word healing. Like what mm-hmm. exactly does it mean? Mm-hmm. Like, right. I don't know. Right. <laughs> and healing isn't linear. That's, that's the yeah. hardest part. I, mm-hmm. And in my mind, healing is like an acknowledgement and mm-hmm. even just like recognition of current state of where you are and you can acknowledge your your previous state you can look ahead to your future state but healing happens in the present time and it is much much harder to heal when you're still involved it right it's almost impossible like you Mm -hmm. said and yeah I I don't have a child I don't have a an (laughs) ex-husband soon to be ex-husband you know someone I'm separated from so I don't have any answers, um, <laughs> but I, I, I hear you. I hear you and I support you and it's challenging. And I think even just naming it as being challenging is part of the yeah. healing. Yeah. I think, like I say, it's more of like focusing on just coping. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't know if we ever really, I don't think we could ever really be a hundred percent healed Mm-mm. from like, you know, even if you physically, something happened to you physically, you still sometimes have the consequences and effects of what happened to you, like right. long term down the road, like, you know what I mean? So we're not like ever a hundred percent healed, but we do have to learn how to cope or even like working on this, like, I guess a ritual could be like distancing myself from right. a certain energy that just yes. like learning how to send that long toxic um, paragraph text, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> Yeah. And I think that that, and that's what I was going to say too, is like your healing, part of your healing journey was leaving the marriage, mm-hmm. which a lot of people don't do. And so, and you can't, you definitely can't heal if you stay in a toxic situation, if you stay in a situation that you know is not good for you. So even having the courage to, to separate. But you know what was interesting about that is that I don't think I did. I think mm-hmm. that I was forced to because he mm-hmm. left. I think I would probably still be in it just like, okay, I guess this is just what it is. I think I I literally had to be forced to say like, you know, like when you in a situation where somebody is like, I no longer want to be with you. You have to, you got to make a decision. Like, are you still going to chase and try to make something work? Or are you going to be like, I got to just, I, this is what it is. So I I think about that sometimes too, where I'm like, I don't know if I would have left, especially after having Ali. Because, you know, after you have a child, like, then you're really just like, oh, come on now. We got to try to make, yep. and we got to, now, now, you know, the Donna before that, I probably would have been like, okay, what do I do, sis? <laughs> you know what I mean? But <laughs> like, seriously, like that, the, the becoming pregnant and motherhood and everything, that changed a lot yeah. for me. So I probably yeah. would have still just, that's in all honesty, I probably would have been here just struggling and suffering. <laughs> just, and I, and I, and I, and I, 
I'm, I'm not happy. I'm glad that you shared that because I think that that is truth for a lot of people. I think there's a lot of people in marriages that aren't healthy, that mm-hmm. marriages are, that aren't serving them where they're not happy and they're there because of, they think they should, because they made a commitment for right. their children. And I fully believe that when you do what's best for you, everyone benefits. And even if it wasn't your choice, yeah, you are now doing what's best for you. Right. And, and even if you were forced to, and I think that that will have such a huge impact on your son, on yourself, mm-hmm. on people in your life, on people that are listening to this, of remembering that you have options, remembering that your value isn't determined by by staying in a marriage, by keeping a marriage right. going. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, even like just looking at, I had to find, and this could be a part of the healing too, finding peace in his decision to walk away. I have to give him that, like, that's what he felt that he needed to do. Mm-hmm. So I have to keep reminding myself, like, I, I can't I, remove the anger and the resentment and everything because if he mm. felt like he needed to do this to find peace, I got to respect that. That's mm. the hard, that's the thing that I'm trying to wrap my head around. Like right. I got to actually respect that he does not want to be married anymore. This is the decision he made and he has to find. So that basically like Donay, that has nothing to do with you. That's the hard part. there, like realizing like him wanting to leave the marriage. That ain't got nothing to do with me. That has nothing to do with my value. That has nothing to do with me as a person or what I, how I was as a wife or mother. That's what I'm still learning that process. Like that is him. Like, Girl, that, that's a whole word. Yes. (laughs) And that is the healing and finding Mm -hmm. your value because there's like a healing isn't linear, but I think of it like the stages of grief, right? And the stages of grief aren't sequential. All over the place. Yes. But feeling, feeling those emotions and feeling your anger and feeling the resentment and then realizing, okay, this isn't helpful. And it's not, he's not bothered by you feeling angry at him. Uh, so <laughs> let's let's reframe this let's let's rework this and I I think yeah. that is so mature isn't the right word but I think it's easy to get stuck in the anger and the resentment and the confusion and mm-hmm. I think that prevents the healing when we get and stuck. you just said reframing yeah reframe the way we think about it yeah because we yep. do like and there's a lot of like you say it's it's a lot up and downs it's like some days you wake up and you just like I don't leave the house I'm angry I'm upset yep. you're just crying like in your car you ever pulled up somewhere you're supposed to go inside but you just got to get a good cry out yeah <laughs> like, yes like you just and but then it's like re yeah reframing your thinking of like no, wait a minute. I gotta, I gotta start thinking about this differently. Start, stop yes. thinking about like all these things are wrong with me and all this. Yes. Like that's the, that I think that's where I am in my process now. Yes. And my, um, my therapist um, is constantly saying everything is happening for your highest good. And sometimes I'd be rolling my eyes at her. Like you really think what I, you think I'm supposed to be feeling like this right now? Like, do you think this is for my highest good? But I do think that there's value Okay, so the internet did not want us to be great, but what I was saying <laughs> before the internet, Michelle Obama's internet just rudely interrupted us. Right, was right. Sometimes I think that these lessons, these these things that we go through, end up being powerful lessons, mm-hmm. and it can be a powerful testimony for somebody else. And we're not even worried about that right now. But I I fully believe that this is part of your journey, and it was is always meant to be a part of your journey. And on the other side of this, I have no doubt that you will be even more you because of all you've done, all the growth that you've had to go through because of this. Yeah. Yeah. I received that definitely. I think that going through something like this, you, you know, really easy in a relationship to wrap up your identity to people. And now I'm forced to say like, Donna, who are you? And what, yes. like, what, who are you for real? Like, it, mm. it forces you to, to confront who you want to be. The mother I want to be, I want to be going into my profession. Like, just what I want my next relationship to look like, basically, too. Yeah, like, 
we we like to hide hide from ourselves, but we have to confront ourselves yes. at some point. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and when when are we ever asked who we are, especially as black women, especially if you're married, especially if you're a mother? It's not mm-hmm. about you. It's about mm-hmm. your relationship, who you are in relationship, who you are at work, who you are as a mother. Yeah. So it is when is it ever about who are you? Just and in and, and this moment, because it changes, right? It's constantly changing. And how many times do we ever take the time to, to think about who am I and what's important to me? And, it, and, and then the next step is, is my life lining up with who I want to be? Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. A lot of people can't answer the question, who am I? Baby mm. girl, mm. I, I just... I know people that have gone through divorce. I can't, I, I can barely get through a breakup. Okay. Like <laughs> I, and it, there is no legal ties. I don't have kids. We don't yeah. even, I don't even have a pet. I don't, like, <laughs> so it is definitely um, easier to get married than it is to get divorced. <laughs> I'm telling you that now. Listen. Yeah. And then as a black person getting divorced, I know it's extra stigma, you know, mm-hmm. oh, we don't do that. Oh, and, 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 and we're just, it's my opinion. This is my opinion. I'm not speaking for you. I'm not speaking for anybody else, but my opinion is that we have glorified, that we have normalized women, especially putting mm-hmm. up with poor behavior. I'm going to put it that way. Yeah. In the name of marriage, in the name of saving face in the name of children Mm -hmm. and I'm not here for it (laughs) yeah oh no I and you know what I don't know though I'm wondering if now though we're like our generation is a little bit different like I could say like my parents generation definitely I feel like women because what what made things even more real for me is the conversations my mother and I would have surrounding Mm. like what I'm going Mm. through because she's so she's married to my father they've been married for like I don't know, 40 years or something. I don't know. I can't keep up, <laughs> you know, they're old, but, <laughs> but um, she said something like, cause when things started to get really bad was when I was pregnant and it was like one of the first times I told, I told him that he had to leave the house because I needed to, I was losing my mind. And I was like having panic attacks. And I was worried about, you know, the safety of like for my pregnancy. And I remember my mother saying, I could never do that. She was like, she said it in a joke where she was like, boy, I'm telling you, y'all, y'all new girls or whatever, y'all are like strong because I could never tell my husband that he needs to get out when I'm pregnant, when I really feel like I need him the most. Like she said, mm. when I really feel like I need that support. She mm. was like, I don't know how you're doing that right now. And that just mm. made me think like, I don't know. I think that we are a little bit more in tune with like our mental health and what's serving us where we're just like, I can't do this. Like you gotta go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it, it, but it's like a combination because like I said before, where I was after he was born, I was more of the like, oh, I think I need to save this. Like I need to, we need to try to make this work. So, but then at the same time, I'm like, oh, this ain't working. <laughs> this is like right. this is me sick. Like why am I physically right. sick? Um, so, but I don't know. I think more more and more women of our generation are like, I don't need to go through this. Right. And I, and I don't even blame older generation. I don't blame our parents. There was a time when I wanted to. Okay. (laughs) I I, I definitely wanted to because it's learned behavior. Yeah. It's just different. And for my parents, my parents had me when they were very young. And Mm -hmm. so now being older, like my, my mom had me when she was 24, I'm old 34. I can't even imagine having a child right now and being (laughs) a good mother. So I can't imagine at 24, what kind of mother I would have been. And my mother at 24, anyway, I, what I'm trying to say is, is that we have more resources available to us. We have more opportunities available. We live in a different kind of world. And I don't, I think that many of our ancestors did not have the space, the resources, the ability, even the knowledge Mm -hmm. to dream bigger, to think of. That's true. Of what's best for me. Because we have, we, in order to survive, Black women had to take care of so many people. Yeah. Starting when we were enslaved. And yeah. 
They definitely right. weren't. You could say that yeah. that generation wasn't in tune with the, more of the self-love and mm -hmm. self-care. Because like you say, it's it's like, I don't know, in a way I admire the fighting for your marriage and fighting for you. I do think that you have some people who just like, oh, this don't serve me, I don't care. Like, and don't even give it a chance. Like, I believe in marriage. Like, I don't have a problem with what marriage stands for, but I do think that they just felt like they didn't have that luxury, even with jobs. Like you have our older generation, they'll mm -hmm. stay at a job 20 something yep. years. They'll complain every day. They'll yep. hate it. But they say this job got good benefits and I got family. Us, look at us. Look how we just be like, I'm not doing And to me, that, that embodies empowerment and liberation. Mm -hmm. I say all the time to people, I don't think it's our ancestors' wildest dreams for us to be working for someone. I don't think it's our ancestors' wildest dreams for us to be miserable in a marriage. Yeah. I don't think it's our ancestors' wildest dreams for us to be miserable, period. Right. Like, what they did at the time was for survival. They did what they had to do. We yeah. have choices now. And mm -hmm. even just thinking about dating, we can, mm -hmm. uh, we can have a whole podcast like uh, a whole show <laughs> about dating in this mm -hmm. day and age and it's trash <laughs> and that'll be part two <laughs> yeah. we can have a whole thing about dating yeah. but we have more options now than we did especially for like our grandparents age it's like oh you live near here your your mama <laughs> know my mama okay right. i guess we're dating now oh, the same everybody was right like, yeah yeah mm -hmm. you yeah so your 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 pool of dating was mm -hmm. different and so it's just little things that I'm using air quotes, even though you can't see me is it's little things like that. A lot of little things like that that have made things different. And I think our generation and especially the generation after us, like these, these, these new, this new generation coming up, these people that's like 18, 19, Oh, yeah. They give zero Fs. Okay. Oh, they are like, I'm going to do what's best for me. And I'm going to tell you off because you're wrong. And right. it's just, we're, we're, we're all growing and we're, yeah. we're learning and we're doing what we think is best for us. And I think that, like I said, I think when you do what's best for you, everyone benefits. Yeah. I think like you said, our generation is more of the boast of the old and the new, like millennial self-care, self-love, like you say, 18, 19 now, they like, we don't care. It's kind of scary. <laughs> it's kind of yep. scary. <laughs> yep. Yep. But I, and I respect it. I'm like, Ooh, I wish I like calling out professors, calling out like, um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. we could, we could talk about that. Right, right. That's like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm, and I think the other thing too, that's changing is wisdom and respect. And I think for, for so long, it's been about wisdom and respect just because you are older. Yeah. And older. for me, I respect the wisdom of people that are are able to be vulnerable, like you sharing your wisdom, your journey, like that, that's wisdom that I respect, not just because you're a certain age or you have a certain title. Right. And so I respect the wisdom of these children. And I think that before, especially in black culture, it's like, uh-uh, we don't, they, right. them children, we don't, mm -mm. we y'all in, um, we in company, right. you're, you right. in no company type right. thing. And I'm like, yeah. They outgrown like, for business. That? This younger generation is living in a world that's passed down to them from what they got to go through climate change. They got to go through the like, the, uh, you know, unlivable wages, rent going up. Like they got a lot to say and they got a lot to feel. Yeah. They yep. knew they company because they now yep. got to, whatever was handed down to them, they got to deal with this. And they're just like, yes. no, no. Yeah. It's a whole yes. nother, oh, that's another thing. That's a whole nother mm. conversation. I know. <laughs> I know. And I don't, um, we're gonna have to have a part two because <laughs> I know I, I know this is going to resonate and I'm, I'm mm -hmm. so grateful for you for sharing about your journey and still going through it. Cause mm -hmm. I don't think y'all are officially divorced yet. No, so no, it's like, it, it'll be soon, but yeah, it's, it's a process. It's, it's definitely, like I said, you know, you got the year separation, like where you thinking that even like, and I'm not, I'm to the point where I, I've gone to the point where I'm vulnerable enough to say, even after that happened, even after like him moving out and like separated in within that time, I'm holding on to like this 
thread of hope, like maybe, you know, just from time away, maybe we could go back to therapy. Maybe we could work on it, but it's kind of like, you just, you just get to a point where you're like, mm, no, <laughs> like, I guess that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. But yeah, I've always, like I said, I, I believe in marriage. I've always been like a, about what are you fighting for and who you, mm. fighting with. like, mm. you can't, you know, so. Mm. That is such a powerful question. What are you fighting for? And mm-hmm. I think, like you said, like for a lot of people, it turns what they, their first knee jerk response is for the children. Right. Yeah. For the and I think it's deeper than that. Yeah. Mm. For all the yep. expectations I had, I mm-hmm. had a, a certain expectation of like my family, what my family was going to look like, mm. the trips we were going to take, the just like, just everything you start thinking about everything that you have for your life and now it's like that's not gonna happen now you need to go figure out what you're gonna do and how you're gonna pay these bills and like right and then the added the added stigma of like the broken black family that white people put on us when they're the reason we have broken families in the first place but we're not gonna go there today it's just there's it is expectations and Mm -hmm. i think it's like the what what is important for you Mm -hmm. and is it more important what you thought was going to happen or the reality of what happened, right. what's happening. Reality to say, just even like the parenting, like the, the co-parent, like how I felt like I was going to be able to parent my son is completely different from mm. what, you know, I never wanted this for him. Like, you know, you grow up a certain way too. You kind of like, like you're, you're used to certain things from your childhood, you know, I actually had, a, I had a pretty good childhood. Like I had siblings, I had, you know what I mean? And my both parents were in the home. Like you just, I just wanted that same thing for him. Like, mm-hmm. and it's just, now it's kind of like I parent alone. Like, and that's- And if they and if y'all were unhappy, I'm not speaking for your marriage. I'm not speaking over your marriage. I'm speaking for other relationships I know, including my own. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's better for, for him to experience you all separately mm-hmm. and to see both of your growth than to experience the fight and see that normalized mm-hmm. because kids are far more resilient than we give credit them credit this is, for being. He knows. This is what he's yes. yeah and and I don't I don't think that I think it's more traumatizing I think it's more harmful when people stay together and your kids see you fighting, because then that cycle gets perpetuated. In my mind, this is breaking a cycle. It could have been a cycle of y'all stayed together and maybe instead of him leaving, like people did in old days, come back and have other kids. And and, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm not saying, I'm not putting that on him either. I'm not speaking, but just, Mm -hmm. I, I think that there is, right. Yeah. I, Again, I don't. I'm I know not. exactly what you mean because even like now, what I want for Ali, like he would see, like, yes, I'm not with your father, but the next relationship I am in, you will see that that would be a healthy relationship, and oh. you might have some bonus brothers and sisters, right? Like you never know yet. It might be. Right. It might just be collective, and you will see, like, family looks different. Like, right. Yeah. So. And then. I, and that's all I couldn't expect. <laughs> and then, unlike us, that come from two parent homes. Yeah. Your ex his expectations are wider. And so it's not this narrow focus of this is what life looks like. And right. that is also an opportunity. And there's not it's not saying that this is better or this is worse. It's just part of his journey now and yeah. part of what he gets to see. And it's gonna make him more flexible, more yeah. understanding. And um so I again like I I have this new thing I'm trying I'm trying out called an alternative perspective, and I'm always trying to all my best days. I may not say all my, always because I can't always find the light. I'm trying to find the positive. And I was just talking to a friend earlier and we were talking about our brain is wired to find the problem. Yeah. It's, it's wired yeah. that way to help keep us safe. You and know why we're, it, we're wired to do that too, even as black women, so we could try to solve the problem. We <laughs> always right. trying to solve. Right. <laughs> I was trying to fix something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but you're right. Like everybody, that's the thing. Like everybody's reality is 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 different his is going to be completely different yes (sighs) it's interesting but I do look forward to I look forward to him seeing me in a healthy relationship right and breaking that cycle 
yeah. where like your mom didn't feel like she had the voice to speak up even when y'all were still married so mm-hmm. imagine all of the powerful tools that you have because you're taking time for you and be, you're going to be because it's Donna that I'm gonna say this in the intro but Donna is team doing too much like if she had <laughs> if her hashtag wasn't what her hashtag is like it would be doing the most always and so I forgot what I was gonna say but like that's (laughs) that's who you are so you you he's gonna see that he's gonna be like you do a lot yeah yeah Yeah. I'm getting back on it too I thought motherhood now you know at first you know slow you down a little bit but now I'm like I don't know I can still be a mother and still kind of still do me yeah he's like yeah yeah Tim doing the most I I, and just I thank you so much for for sharing and you're gonna be back like I I really I really appreciate you sharing I know I know people in my own mind that this is helpful for I'm gonna send it to them yeah I I mean I appreciate you like creating this space honestly Mm -hmm. you say it's hard to like sometimes it's just hard to talk about these things but when you talk about it and you like remember we're talking about confronting yourself that's that's a part two of that healing like we got to confront yes. it no we yes. both say that we like to distract ourselves from like being yes. sad or dealing with it again <laughs> like we, we we got to like you really can't yeah. move forward unless you confront it yes so i and appreciate it like, just giving me this to do that like that's yeah you know that's pretty dope so. yeah well you know i'm here for you i'm here for this i'm here for your healing i can't wait to see how this this turns out um and I I know that we will be talking again I just know so mm-hmm, like I uh part two. <laughs> <laughs> exactly I bet people are gonna be sliding in DMs like thank you so much I'm going you're about to be a whole divorce coach like let me just put that out there like even if that's not what you want to be I, I bet you're gonna have some kind of divorce support group or something like that is what i I think that more of that is needed for Black women yeah. and the support of, and even if you decide to stay, how can how can you reimagine what your marriage looks like and what are your terms for staying? What are your terms if you leave? Yeah, um, I'm all, like, I encourage, like, you know, I have two friends who their husbands want to make it, where I say that is, that's that right there is a part of the puzzle. Like, if you have that, like, you know what I mean? Like, tr- try. At least try, unless you really feel like, but like I say, two people have to fight. Like that's the thing about marriage. You know what I mean? That's supposed to be a bond of two people coming together. Like one person can't fight for a marriage. Mm -hmm. So I would never like tell somebody like, oh girl, no, just do you, leave him, whatever. If you have, if you, you know, you do what you can until you can't do nothing no more. Mm -hmm. That's all you you could do. Mm -hmm. Her life's short. (laughs) Right. And I feel I I fully believe that if it's meant to be, it'll come back. And I also know from my personal experience when things have ended, and I've had that same hope that you did of like, okay, maybe, but maybe. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's because we're not spiritually aligned. Like you know, mm-hmm. it's usually timing or something. Like, and so if we weren't spiritually aligned, then I'm evolving. I'm growing. I don't right. know what my ex is doing, but I'm evolving. I'm growing, and we weren't even aligned then. So by the time I evolve and grow, I don't think that my ex <laughs> is going to be up on my new level. Come and on, somebody, like the old people say, y'all got to be equally yoked. Equally yoked. Yes. <laughs> that part. And it's, I, I think that not, you know, I do believe that gender is a construct and whatever, but I do think that men, cis men, cis women mm-hmm. heal from relationships very differently. And I mm-hmm. find that it's a glow up for women and men just don't deal with it and repeat the same patterns for a while. So I think that if it's meant to be, it'll come back. Um, I do think that sometimes it's just some time away does help Mm -hmm. with healing. And sometimes that healing means that you will never, ever, (laughs) ever, ever getting back together. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. So thank you so much for spending some time today. And yes, no problem. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Mm.
Hello, hello. Hey, girl. How are you, How you doing? <laughs> Good, right here. You know, surviving, trying to thrive. <laughs> oh, girl, I feel you. If nobody else feel you, I feel you. Mm-hmm. And and I and I wish thriving for you. Oh, um, yeah. So before we get into our talk, because I know that we can start talking and talking, mm-hmm. I would love if you take a moment to just introduce yourself to the people, tell the people who you are, how amazing you are, and oh, it can be whatever you want. Okay. Um. Well. I'm Donna. I'm trying to think uh, to keep it short, sweet to the point, because I'm so complex, right? But um, originally from the Bahamas, moved, um, been in the U.S. for like, shoot, that's been about 13 years. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love all things wellness. Um, I'm just a wellness person. It comes to nutrition, fitness. Uh, I love the, the idea of integrating social justice with wellness. Um, I'm a dancer, a mother, um, you know, a hustler, <laughs> do so many different things. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think that's pretty much who I am. I guess. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love it. You know, I was thinking as you started introducing, I was like, I don't even remember how we met. How did we meet? Instagram. Oh, of course. That's yeah. Me and all the people at the time. <laughs> I so love- then you actually reached out and was like, hey, I'm about to open up a yoga studio I like your vibe I don't know what you about but come on <laughs> basically and I was like okay hey girl some, some of my best connections have been made through Instagram yes For real. same yeah. same and it sounds like me at the time mm-hmm. I need to get back to her thank you for that reminder that was, I need to get back yeah, to her that was you I was like oh I like her <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was you Patrick <laughs> yeah wow 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 and Dane is a is it's just everything. Your your light just shines so bright. Um, and I am so grateful that it worked out and that sliding your DMs worked out um, mm-hmm. for the best. So <laughs> I'm so glad to have you here and to talk to you and to get to share some of the conversations that you and I have with other people. And that's the whole point of this podcast is to share because we we be talking about all, all the things. And um, yeah. I, I think that this is a, a side of Black women that doesn't get shared that much. So I'm glad you're here today. Yay. So we'll get started with a question and then we'll see how this, how this rolls out. Um, The number one question that I start with is how did you start your healing journey? Mm, That's like, that's so, it's, that's an interesting question only because like, it's like, as I'm trying to still heal, it's hard to heal when you're still going through, when you're constantly being reminded and triggered of what you're trying to heal from. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Ooh. so like, it's, you always feel like you, you one step forward and taking like five steps back. So I don't know, healing, I think, I think the first thing that I realized was like my worth wasn't wrapped up in somebody because really mm. the healing process for me is like healing from my, my marriage, the divorce. So I have to constantly remind myself of that. Cause I'm like, it, it, I am constantly like something was wrong with me. Like, what could I have done differently? Like, Mm. what? how am I going to love again? What am I supposed to like, Mm. I don't know what the first, so, but then that's hard too, when you're also trying to co-parent with the same, the same issues that you had in the marriage, you got to now deal with it as being Mm. co-parent. So I just, I literally just asked my friend who is a therapist, how do you heal from continuously have to go through? I think you just have to cope. Like you can't really heal. Right. So I really don't know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and that's so many words in one, Donna. Like, how long were y'all married? We were married for, I guess, six years. Mm. And dated? Dated for, shoot. Well, we dated since I was 19. I'm now 33. Oh. Come on, somebody. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. So before that, yeah. I dated for like, I guess I'd say like about nine or 10. Yeah. Right. So, entire adult life (laughs) right right Mm -hmm. and then to have your beautiful your beautiful son as a connector to this Mm -hmm. person and like you said to learn how to co-parent and those issues are still coming up like Mm -hmm. I know that there are other people out there that are like yes yes I I I understand yeah 
And even just naming that, I want to just acknowledge that even just naming that and acknowledging that as a black woman, I know isn't normal, isn't not normal isn't the right word, but mm-hmm. it takes courage. It takes it takes guts to, to do that. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you for being open with that. Because I mean, it's, it's like I say, sometimes I just get confused at even the word healing. Like what mm-hmm. exactly does it mean? Mm-hmm. Like, right. I don't know. Right. <laughs> and healing isn't linear. That's that's the yeah. hardest part. I, mm-hmm. And in my mind, healing is like an acknowledgement and mm-hmm. even just like recognition of current state of where you are and you can acknowledge your your previous state you can look ahead to your future state but healing happens in the present time and it is much much harder to heal when you're still involved it right it's almost impossible like you Mm -hmm. said and yeah I I don't have a child I don't have a an (laughs) ex-husband soon to be ex-husband you know someone I'm separated from so I don't have any answers (laughs) <laughs> but I, I I hear you I hear you and I support you and it's challenging and I think even just naming it as being challenging is part of the yeah. healing yeah I think like I say it's more of like focusing on just coping right because mm-hmm. I don't know if we ever really I don't think we could ever really be 100% healed Mm-mm. from like you know, even if you physically, something happened to you physically, you still sometimes have the consequences and effects of what happened to you, like right. long term down the road, like, you know what I mean? So we're not like ever a hundred percent healed, but we do have to learn how to cope or even like working on this, like, I guess a ritual could be like distancing myself from right. a certain energy that just yes. like learning how to send that long toxic um, paragraph text, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, yeah. right. Yeah. And I think that that, and that's what I was going to say too, is like your healing, part of your healing journey was leaving the marriage, mm-hmm. which a lot of people don't do. And so, and you can't, you definitely can't heal if you stay in a toxic situation, if you stay in a situation that you know is not good for you. So even having the courage to, to separate. But you know what was interesting about that is that I don't think I did. I think mm-hmm. that I was forced to because he mm-hmm. left. I think mm. I would probably still be in it just like, mm. okay, I guess this is just what it is. I think right. I, I literally had to be forced to say like, you know, like when you in a situation where somebody is like, I no longer want to be with you. You have mm. to, you got to make a decision. Like, are you still going to chase and try to make something work? Or are you going to be like, I got to dis- I this is what it is. So mm. I, I think about that sometimes too, where I'm like, I don't know if I would have left, especially mm. after having Ali. Because, you know, after you have a child, like, then you're really just like, oh, come on now. We got to try to make, yep. and we got to, now, now, you know, the Darnay before that, I probably would have been like, okay, what are deuces? <laughs> you know what I mean? But <laughs> like, like that, the, the becoming pregnant and motherhood and everything, that changed a lot yeah. for me. So I probably yeah. would have still just, that's in all honesty, I probably would have been here just struggling and suffering. <laughs> and I, and I, and I, and I, I'm, I'm, not happy. I'm glad that you shared that because I think that that is truth for a lot of people. I think there's a lot of people in marriages that aren't healthy, that mm-hmm. marriages are that aren't serving them where they're not happy and they're there because of they think they should because they made a commitment right. for their children. And I fully believe that when you do what's best for you, everyone benefits. And even if it wasn't your choice, yeah you are now doing what's best for you and and even if you were forced to and I think that that will have such a huge impact on your son on yourself Mm -hmm. on people in your life on people that are listening to this of remembering that you have options remembering that your value isn't determined by by staying in a marriage by keeping a marriage going yeah yeah And honestly, even like just looking at, I had to find, and this could be a part of the healing too, finding peace in his decision to walk away. I have to give him that, like, that's what he felt that he needed to do. Mm -hmm. So I keep reminding myself, like, I I can't remove the anger and the resentment and everything, because if he Mm. felt like he needed to do this to find peace, I got to respect that. That's Mm. the the thing that I'm trying to wrap my head around. Like, I got to actually respect that. 
he does not want to be married anymore. This is the decision he made and he has to find. So that basically like, Donna, that has nothing to do with you. That's the hard part there. Like realizing like him wanting to leave the marriage, that ain't got nothing to do with me. That has nothing to do with my value. That has nothing to do with me as a person or what I, how I was as a wife or mother. That's what I'm still learning that process. Like that is him. Like, girl, that, that's a whole word. Yes. <laughs> and that is the healing and finding mm-hmm. your value because there's yeah. like a healing isn't linear, but I think of it like the stages of grief, right? And yeah. the stages yeah. of grief aren't sequential. All over the place. Yes. But feeling, feeling those emotions and feeling your anger and feeling the resentment and then realizing, okay, this isn't helpful. And it's not, he, he's not bothered by you feeling angry at him. Uh, so <laughs> let's, let's reframe this. Let's, let's rework this. And I, I think yeah. that is so mature isn't the right word, but I think it's easy to get stuck in the anger and the resentment and the confusion. And I think mm-hmm. that prevents the healing when we get stuck. And you just said reframing. Yeah, reframe the way we think about it. Yeah, because we yep. do like, and there's a lot of, like you say, it's, it's a lot up and downs. It's like some days mm-hmm. you wake up and you just like, I don't want to leave the house. I'm angry. I'm upset. Yep. You're just crying like in your car. If you ever pulled up somewhere, you're supposed to go inside, but you just got to get a good cry out. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. Like you just, and, but then it's like, re, yeah, reframing your thinking of like, no, wait a minute. I gotta, I gotta start thinking about this differently. Start, stop yes. thinking about like all these things are wrong with me and all this, yes. like that's the, that I think that's where I am in my process now. Yes. And my, um, my therapist um, is constantly saying everything is happening for your highest good. And sometimes I've been rolling my eyes at her. Like you really think what I, you think I'm supposed to be feeling like this right now. Like, do you think this is for my highest good? But I do think that there's value Okay, so the internet did not want us to be great, but what I was saying before the internet, Michelle Obama's internet just rudely interrupted us. Right, right. Sometimes I think that these lessons, these these things that we go through end up being powerful lessons mm-hmm. and it can be a powerful testimony for somebody else. And we're not even worried about that right now, but I, I fully believe that this is part of your journey and it was is always meant to be a part of your journey. And on the other side of this, I have no doubt that you will be even more you because of all you've done, all the growth that you've had to go through because of this. Yeah. Yeah. I received that definitely. I think that going through something like this, you, you know, really easy in a relationship to wrap up your identity to people. And now I'm forced to say like, Donna, who are you? And what, yes. like, what, who are you for real? Like, it, mm. it forces you to, to confront who you want to be. The mother I want to be, I want to be going into my profession. Like, just what I want my next relationship to look like, basically, too. Yeah. Like, we, we like to hide, hide from ourselves, but we have to confront ourselves yes. at some point. Yes. Mm-hmm. And- and when, when are we ever asked who we are, especially as black women, especially if you're married, especially if you're a mother, it's not about you. It's about your who you are in relationship, who you are at work, who you are as a mother. Yeah. So it is, when is it ever about who are you just, and, and in this moment, because it changes, right? It's constantly changing. And how many times do we ever take the time to, to think about who am I and what's important to me? And, and, and then the next step is, is my life lining up with who I want to be? Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. A lot of people can't ask the question, who am I? Mm. Mm. Baby, I, I just, I know people that have gone through divorce. I can't, I, I can barely get through a breakup. <laughs> okay. Like, <laughs> I, and it, there is no legal ties. I don't have kids. We don't yeah. even, I don't even have a pet. I don't know, like, <laughs> so. It is definitely um, easier to get married than it is to get divorced. <laughs> I'm telling you that oh, now. Listen. Yeah. And then as a black person getting divorced, I know it's extra stigma. 
you know, mm-hmm. oh, we don't do that. Oh, and, 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 and we're just, it's my opinion. This is my opinion. I'm not speaking for you. I'm not speaking for anybody else, but my opinion is that we have glorified, that we have normalized women, especially putting mm-hmm. up with poor behavior. I'm going to put it that way. Yeah. In the name of marriage, in the name of saving face, in the name of children. Mm -hmm. And I'm not here for it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. I, and you know what? I don't know, though. I'm wondering if now, though, we're like our generation is a little bit different. Like I could say like my parents' generation, definitely I feel like women, because what, what made things even more real for me is the conversations my mother and I would have surrounding Mm. like what I'm going Mm. through. Cause she's so she's married to my father. They've been married for like, I don't know, 40 years or something. I don't know. I can't keep up, <laughs> you know, they're old, but, <laughs> but um, she said something like, cause when things started to get really bad was when I was pregnant and it was like one of the first times I told, I told him that he had to leave the house because I needed to, I was losing my mind. And I was like having panic attacks. And I was worried about, you know, the safety of like for my pregnancy. And I remember my mother saying, I could never do that. She was like, she said it in a joke where she was like, boy, I'm telling you, y'all, y'all new girls or whatever, y'all are like strong because I could never tell my husband that he needs to get out when I'm pregnant, when I really feel like I need him the most. Like she said, mm. when I really feel like I need that support. She mm. was like, I don't know how you're doing that right now. And that just mm. made me think like, I don't know. I think that we are a little bit more in tune with like our mental health and what's serving us. We're just like, I can't do this. Like you gotta go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it, it, but it's like a combination because like I said before, where I was after he was born, I was more of the like, oh, I think I need to save this. Like I need to, we need to try to make this work. So, but then at the same time, I'm like, oh, this ain't working. <laughs> this is like right. this is me sick. Like why am I physically right. sick? Um, so, but I don't know. I think more more and more women of our generation are like, I don't need to go through this. Right. And I, and I don't even blame older generation. I don't blame our parents. There was a time when I wanted to. Okay. Mm -hmm. I I, I definitely wanted to because it's learned behavior. Yeah. It's just different. And for my parents, my parents had me when they were very young. And Mm -hmm. so now being older, like my, my mom had me when she was 24, I'm old 34. I can't even imagine having a child right now and being Mm -hmm. a good mother. So I can't imagine at 24, what kind of mother I would have been. And my mother at 24, anyway, I, what I'm trying to say is, is that we have more resources available to us. We have more opportunities available. We live in a different kind of world. And I don't, I think that many of our ancestors did not have the space, the resources, the ability, even the knowledge Mm -hmm. to dream bigger, to think of. That's true. Of what's best for me. Because we have, we, in order to survive, Black women had to take care of so many people. Yeah. Starting when we were enslaved. And yeah. they definitely so I, were, you could say that yeah. that generation wasn't in tune with the, more of the self love and mm-hmm. self care. Because, like you say, it's, it's like, I don't know, in a way, I admire the, fighting for your marriage and fighting for you. I do think that you have some people who just like, oh, this don't serve me. I don't care. Like, and don't even give it a chance. Like I believe in marriage. Like I don't have a problem with what marriage stands for, but I do think that they just felt like they didn't have that luxury, even with jobs. Like you have our older generation, they'll stay at a job 20 something years. They'll complain every day. They'll hate it. But they say this job got good benefits and I got family. Us, look at us. Look how we just be like, I'm not doing it. And to me, that that embodies empowerment and liberation. Mm-hmm. I say all the time to people, I don't think it's our ancestors' wildest dreams for us to be working for someone. I don't think it's our ancestors' wildest dreams for us to be miserable in a marriage. Yeah. I don't think it's our ancestors' wildest dreams for us to be miserable, period. Right. Like, what they did at the time was for survival. They did what they had to do. We... Yeah have choices now and even just thinking about dating we can mm-hmm. uh, we can have a whole podcast like uh, a whole show <laughs> about dating in mm-hmm. this day and age and it's trash <laughs> that'll be part two <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we can have a whole thing about dating yeah. but we have more options now than we did 
especially for like our grandparents' age, it's like, oh, you live near here. Your your mama know my mama. Okay, sure. I guess we're dating now. We went to the same church. Everybody was right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. So your 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 pool of dating was mm-hmm. different, and so it's just little things that I'm using air quotes, even though you can't see me. Is <laughs> it's little things like that. A lot of little things like that that have made things different. And I think our generation and especially the generation after us, like these, these, these new, this new generation coming up, these people that's like 18, 19, oh, yeah. they give zero Fs. Okay. Oh, they they are like, no do what's best okay. for me. And I'm going to tell you off because you're wrong. And right. it's just, we're, we're, we're all growing and we're, yeah. we're learning and we're doing what we think is best for us. And I think that, like I said, I think when you do what's best for you, everyone benefits. Yeah. I think like you said, our generation is more of the both of the old and the new like millennial self-care, self-love. Like you say, 18, 19 now, they like, we don't care. It's kind of scary. <laughs> it's kind of yep. scary. <laughs> yep. Yep. But I, and I respect it. I'm like, oh, I wish. I like calling out professors, calling out like um yeah anyway yeah. we could we could talk about that right right that's like yeah <laughs> and I'm and I think the other thing too that's changing is wisdom and respect and I think for for so long it's been about wisdom and respect just because you are older yeah, and older. for me I respect the wisdom of people that are are able to be vulnerable like you sharing your wisdom your journey like that that's wisdom that I respect, not just because you're a certain age or you have a certain title. And so I respect the wisdom of these children. And I think that before, especially in black culture is like, uh, -uh, we don't, they, them children, we don't, mm -mm. we y'all in, um, we in company, you ain't no company type thing. I'm like, yeah. They outgrown folk business. This younger generation is living in a world that's passed down to them from what they got to go through climate change. They got to go through the like, the, uh, you know, unlivable wages, rent going up. Like they got a lot to say and they got a lot to feel. Yeah. They yep. they company because they now yep. got to, whatever was handed down to them, they got to deal with this. And they're just like, yes. no, no. Yeah. It's a whole yes. nother, oh, that's another thing. That's a whole nother mm. conversation. I know. <laughs> I know. And I don't, um, we're gonna have to have a part two because <laughs> I know I, I know this is going to resonate and I'm, I'm mm-hmm. so grateful for you for sharing about your journey and still going through it. Cause mm-hmm. I don't think y'all are officially divorced yet. No, so it's like, it, it'll be soon, but yeah, it's, it's a process. It's, it's definitely, like I said, you know, you got the year separation, like, were you thinking that even like, and I'm not, I'm to the point where I, I've gone to the point where I'm vulnerable enough to say, even after that happened, even after like him moving out and like separated in within that time, I'm holding on to like this thread of hope, like maybe, you know, just from time away, maybe we could go back to therapy. Maybe we could work on it, but it's kind of like, you just, you just get to a point where you're like, mm, no, <laughs> like, I guess that's yeah. not what it is. Yeah. But yeah, I've always, like I said, I, I believe in marriage. I've always been like a, about what are you fighting for and who you, mm. like mm. you can't, you know, so. Mm. That is such a powerful question. What are you fighting for? And I mm-hmm. think, like you said, like for a lot of people, it turns what they, their first knee jerk response is for the children. Right. Yeah, for the and I think it's deeper than that. Yeah, for all the yep. expectations I had, I mm-hmm. had a, a certain expectation of like my family, what my family was going to look like, mm. the trips we were going to take, the just like just everything. You start thinking about everything that you had for your life, and now it's like that's not going to happen. Now you need to go figure out what you're going to do and how you're going to pay these bills and like right. Like, it's just, and then the added the added stigma of like the broken black family that right. white people put on us when they're the reason we have broken families in the first place, but we're not going to go there today. Right, right, right. It's just, there's, it is expectations. And mm-hmm. I think it's like the, what, what is important for you? Mm-hmm. And is it more important what you thought was going to happen or the reality 
of what happened, right. what's happening. Reality to say, just even like the parenting, like the, the co-parent, like how I felt like I was going to be able to parent my son is completely different from mm. what, you know, I never wanted this for him. Like, you know, you, you grow up a certain way too. You kind of like, like you're, you're used to certain things from childhood, you know, I actually had, a, I had a pretty good childhood. Like I had siblings, I had, you know what I mean? And my both parents were in the home. Like you just, I just wanted that same thing for him. Like, mm -hmm. and it's just, now it's kind of like I parent alone. Like, and that's and if there, And if y'all were unhappy, I'm not speaking for your marriage. I'm not speaking over your marriage. I'm speaking for other relationships I know, including my own. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's better for, for him to experience you all separately mm -hmm. and to see both of your growth than to experience the fight and see that normalized mm -hmm. because kids are far more resilient than we give credit them credit this is for being. this is what he's yes wanted. yeah and and I don't I don't think that I think it's more traumatizing I think it's more harmful when people stay together and your kids see you fighting, because then that cycle gets perpetuated. In yeah. my mind, this is breaking a cycle. It could have been a cycle of y'all stayed together and maybe instead of him leaving, like people did in the old days, come back and have other kids. And, right. and you know what I mean? Like, and I'm not yeah. saying, I'm not putting that on him either. I'm not yeah. speaking, but just, mm -hmm. I, I think that there is, right. Yeah. I, Again, I don't. I'm I know not. exactly what you mean because even like now, what I want for Ali, like he would see, like, yes, I'm not with your father, but the next relationship I am in, you will see that that would be a healthy relationship, and oh. you might have some bonus brothers and sisters, right? Like you never know yet. It might be. Right. It might just be collective, and you will see, like, family looks different. Like, right. Yeah. So. And then. And that's all I could expect. <laughs> and then, unlike us, that come from two parent homes. Yeah. Your ex his expectations are wider. And so it's not this narrow focus of this is what life looks like. And right. that is also an opportunity. And there's not, it's not saying that this is better or this is worse. It's just part mm -hmm. of his journey now and yeah. part of what he gets to see. And it's going to make him more flexible, more yeah. understanding. And um, so I, again, like I, I have this new thing I'm, tr I'm trying out called an alternative perspective. And I'm always trying to all my best things. I'm mean, not say all my always because I can't always find the light. I'm trying to find the positive. And I was just talking to a friend earlier, and we were talking about our brain is wired to find the problem. Yeah, it's it's wired yeah. that way to help keep us safe. You and know why our, it, we wired to do that too, even as black women, so we could try to solve the problem. Whoop. We always right. trying to solve. Right. <laughs> I was trying to fix something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but you're right. Like everybody, that's the thing. Like everybody's reality. Is, is is different his is yeah. going to be completely different yes <sighs> it's interesting but I do look forward to that. I look forward to him seeing me in a healthy relationship right like, and breaking that cycle yeah where like your mom didn't feel like she had the voice to speak up even when y'all were still married so mm -hmm. imagine all of the powerful tools that you have because you're taking time for you and be, you're going to be because it's Donna that I'm going to say this in the intro, but Dane is team doing too much. Like if she had, a, <laughs> if her hashtag wasn't what her hashtag is, like it would be doing the most always. And so yeah. I forgot what I was going to say, but like, that's, <laughs> that's who you are. So you, you, I forgot he's going to see that. He's going to be yes. like, you do a lot. Yeah. 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 I'm getting back on it too. I thought motherhood now, you know, at first, you know, slow you down a little bit. But now I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I can still be a mother and still kind of still do me. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Tim doing the most. I, I, and just, I thank you so much for, for sharing. And you're going to be back. Like, I, I really, I really appreciate you sharing. I know, I know people in my own mind that this is helpful for. I'm going to send it to them. And, yeah. I, uh, I mean, I appreciate you like, creating this space honestly like you say it's hard to like sometimes it's just hard to talk about these things but yep. when you talk about it and you like remember we're talking about confronting yourself that's that's a part two of that healing like we gotta confront yeah. it no we yeah. both say that we like to distract ourselves from like 
being yes. bad or dealing with it again. Like we 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 got to like you really can't yeah. move forward unless you confront it. Yes. So I and appreciate it. just giving me this to do that. Like that's yeah, you know that's pretty dope. So. Yeah. Well, you know I'm here for you. I'm here for this. I'm here for your healing. I can't wait to see how this this turns out. Um, and I I know that we will be talking again. I just know. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I. Uh, part two. <laughs> <So much. laughs> Exactly. I bet people are gonna be sliding a DMs like, thank you so much. I'm going, you're about to be a whole divorce coach. Like, let me just put that out there. Like, even if that's not what you want to be, I, I bet you're gonna have some kind of divorce support group or something. Like that is what I I think that more of that is needed for black women yeah. and the support of and even if you decide to stay, how can how can you reimagine what your marriage looks like and what are your terms for staying? What are your terms if you leave? Yeah. Um, I'm all like, I encourage like, you know, I have two friends who their husbands want to make it where I say that is, that's that right there is a part of the puzzle. Like if you have that, like, you know what I mean? Like try, at least try, unless you really feel like, but like I say, two people have to fight. Like that's the thing about marriage, you know what I mean? That's supposed to be a bond of two people coming together. Like one person can't fight for a marriage. Mm-hmm. So I would never like tell somebody like, oh girl, no, just do you, leave him, whatever. If you have, if you, you know, you do what you can until you can't do nothing no more. Mm-hmm. So that's all you could do. Mm-hmm. You know? Her life's short. <laughs> right. And I, feel, I, I fully believe that if it's meant to be, it'll come back. And I also know from my personal experience, when things have ended and I've had that same hope that you did with like, okay, maybe, but maybe mm-hmm. usually it's because we're not spiritually aligned. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's usually timing or something like, and so if we weren't spiritually aligned, then I'm evolving. I'm growing. I don't right. know what my ex is doing, but I'm evolving. I'm growing. And we weren't even aligned then. So by the time I evolve and grow, I don't think <laughs> that my ex is going to be up on my new level. Come and on, somebody, like the down. old people say, y'all got to be equally yoked. Equally yoked, yes. <laughs> that part. And it's, I I think that not, you know, I do believe that gender is a construct and whatever, but I do think that men, cis men, cis women, mm-hmm. heal from relationships very differently. And I mm-hmm. find that it's a glow up for women and men just don't deal with it and repeat the same patterns for a while. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think that if it's meant to be, it'll come back. Um, I do think that sometimes it's just some time away does help Mm -hmm. with healing. And sometimes that healing means that you will never, ever, (laughs) never, ever getting back together. Right. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) So thank you so much for spending some time today. And yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Mm.